Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to everyone who's been sharing on social media. Helps us grow and expand. And if you're not uh, friends with us on social media, we'd love to hear from you. So it's at Ryan Yusta underscore at Krista Yusta. But appreciate your uh, listening in here. First John three eighteen. Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth, so we will be confident when we stand before God. Verse 20. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings, and He knows everything. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence, if we, and we will receive from Him whatever we ask because we obey Him and do the things that please Him. One of the benefits and one of the main reasons why the gospel's so um, straightforward, so black and white, and why the Bible talks about be perfect as I'm perfect. And you see this picture of people that were called as Christians were called to live a sin-free life. It's not normal to be a Christian and to live a life of sin. It's not normal to practice sin. It doesn't mean that you you every once in a while don't say something that you don't go through things. But but your the the cry of your heart should be Lord with as much as within my power I want to I live I want to live a sin free life I want to do what pleases you Lord I'm 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 aiming that I'll that I'll be at a place that I'll never sin that between now and when Jesus comes back I have no plans to sin I've ne- I've made no allowance for sin in my life why because it gives us confidence before God this thing this clearly says here that if our heart doesn't condemn us if our heart doesn't condemn us we know that we have confidence before the Father, and then we'll know that when we talk to Him, we'll receive from Him whatever we ask because we obey Him and do the things that please Him. One of the stumbling blocks or one of the hindrances or enemies to faith is actually sin in the life of the believer. And so that's one of the key reasons why you have to be able to move past things and you have to be able to be accountable to somebody and you have to be able to get help when you need help. You know, it's the devil loves to trick people into fighting alone staying in the dark, keeping things a secret. Get people convinced, people get people arrogant, get them convinced that they don't need to answer an altar call. Oh, I've been growing up around the church and I did all my answering of altar calls. You, you'll harden your heart that way and you'll drift away from, from the Lord. And so living a pure life gives us confidence with God that we know that when we ask something, that if we ask something, we know that he hears us. We're not dealing with condemnation. Condemnation is a joy thief and it takes strength away when you live in sin. So God wants us to be able to look at our hearts and say, hey, I know according to the word, I'm doing the best that I can. I know I'm obedient to God. And that gives us confidence before God. But you know what the Lord allows us to do is actually take an honest self-evaluation. Do an honest self-evaluation. You shouldn't be self-examining all the time where it's all you think about. You go into faith and you don't even put your eyes on how good God is or how big God is. And you're just thinking about me and is my faith okay? That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about looking at your life and really judging yourself. We don't want to be judged by God. So you, so by the power of the Holy Ghost, you you let the Lord judge you beforehand. You allow him to, to have a, a say into your life. And you take an honest evaluation of yourself. If, you, if you're planning on preaching and you're not studying the word, you have to be able to take an honest evaluation of yourself and say, I'm not doing what it takes to, to, to be good at my profession. Yes, it's a supernatural thing, but it's also a very natural thing. You you study to show yourself approved. You know, if I'm if I'm going to hire somebody, they may be the most Christian spiritual person, but if I'm going to hire them to do a job, and then you have someone who just puts in good work and has good work ethic in their job, I'm going to hire the person who's better at the job. And so the Lord looks at things like, 
hey, scripture memorization. And, and who's the person who's still winning souls? And who's the person who's studying the word? And who's the person? Who's that one, right? And so you can take a step back and just take, have a self-evaluation. Man, am, am I deceived? James chapter 1, I'm going to read verse 22 through 25. And it says here, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey it, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, you walk away, and, for, and you forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. So every time you come around the things of God, you have an opportunity to look into the word and the Holy Ghost is working on things. He's looking for opportunities to correct, to change, to change you into the image of Jesus. And so, so the Lord will begin to place his fingers on things, but there's people who just walk away from, from the things of God. Not, not in the sense that they, they walk away and they don't, I mean, it kind of is that, but they're still around the things of God, but they can just kind of put it in its own segment. It's only like compartment. Oh, you know, I go to church and I'm plugged in and I serve and... And, but there's no spiritual life. They've grown complacent. So sometimes you need to reevaluate and saying, am I doing the first works that got me on fire for the Lord? Am I, am I worshiping the Lord or am I out in the lobby? Am I reading the word? Am I studying? Am I, am I winning souls? Am I going after the things of God? Or have I made excuses why that doesn't matter? You know, the Bible says here, don't deceive yourself. There's multiple scriptures where the Bible says, don't deceive yourselves. So people deceive themselves to, to think that you can hear the word and benefit from it and then not act on it. You're fooling yourself. Don't be a hearer only, be a doer. And so the Lord wants us to be able to take a step back, not, not get, in, get in condemnation, but take a step back and just reevaluate. Where am I in life? Am I moving forward? Am I doing the things that I know I need to be doing? Or have I, or have, or have I given up the basics? Have I given up my time in the word? Have I given up my prayer life? Have I given up these things because I'm busy serving and I'm busy doing these other things and something else has me excited? You know, God rewards faithfulness. So it's as pl people plug in day after day that the Lord looks at that and says, hey, I'm going to honor that. That's a person that I know day in and day out, day in and day out. They're going to be coming after me. They've got a good discipline. You know, Jesus called it, it was called Jesus disciples, the disciplined ones. Disciple, disciplined one. How about that? And so God wants us to be able to take a look. Am I arrogant? Do I think I'm do I think I'm a, I'm beyond an altar call? Am I linking in in faith? If you've been in a lot of church services, you have to be careful because you can almost get tone deaf to the things of God. You got to check your heart, you got to humble your heart. Lord, thank you for the you know, maintain gratitude. Lord, thank you for the privilege of hearing your gospel. There's places where they would give anything to, to come together and gather together as a body of believers and worship the Lord out loud. You know, there's places in the world where their worship is quiet because they can't clap, stomp their feet or shout. You know, when I transition, if I'm preaching, a lot of times, give the Lord a shout of praise. You know, there's, there's countries where you can't do that. You can't shout. There'll be people who report you to the secret police. It's illegal. You can't raise a loud hallelujah. Maybe you're driving in your car down the road by yourself, but not in a group of people. So people, you can grow stagnant. The devil loves to lull people to sleep. They just get, get caught up in day-to-day in -day stuff. And then they look and they're not like, man, where did I go? I was on fire for the Lord. I was looking forward to going soul winning. And I was reading the word. So if you find yourself in the place, just reevaluate. 
and just start doing again what you were doing, pressing into the word, praying, spending time in worship, taking time to talk to the Lord outside of church where it's just you and him and you just talk to him. If your heart doesn't condemn you, then you know you have confidence before God. But you have to be able to stop and reevaluate. Hey, am I really am I really acting along the lines of what I'm saying I'm acting along? That I'm that as am I am I walking the talk? Am I walking the talk? So God will even help you. The Holy Ghost will help you. He'll, he'll, he'll give you corrections to make. And that gives you confidence because then you can move ahead in faith. So sometimes you just have to stop and say, hey, how am I actually doing? No, I'm, I'm not fooling anybody. God sees everything. How, how am I actually doing? And then if you need help, know that there's people here. I care about you. I want to see you doing well. I want to see you make heaven. I want to see you flourishing. Everyone needs help at some point. The Christian walk isn't a lonely walk. The Christian walk isn't lonely. You're supposed to be able to reach out and, hey, I need help. Can you encourage me? Hey, I need help. There's been times where I go to my wife. Hey, can you encourage me? Please. And there's times I'll pull up my phone and I'll listen to preaching. Why? I need someone to encourage me. <laughs> Feed myself the right thing. Get encouraged. So this is something that, that God gives us each other. So that we can help. Not supposed to fly at this thing alone. Christianity is not a competition sport. It isn't you versus the rest of the Christians trying to outdo them. It's you with everybody trying to get the will of God done. You answering God's call specifically for your life. And then helping other people along the way. When you have a heart to help people and see people help, the Lord will use you. Because that's really what it's about. You're serving people. A minister means it's a servant. The word minister means servant. I serve people the gospel. I serve people. You know, I got a text message. I got to preach last night at the stand. The Lord gave me a message about the creative power of the word. And so it's my job to keep myself clean off and say this. As a minister, it's not my word that does any lifting. It's, it's the word of God. Thankfully, people's, people's breakthrough isn't dependent on me. It's dependent on the word. People's healing isn't dependent on me. It's dependent on the word. It's the word that helps. It's the word that invigorates. It's the word that brings back to life. And then it's not my anointing. I don't have a special anointing. It's I'm a vessel and God has placed his special anointing in me. And my job is to keep myself pure, keep myself stirred up and available, and then just release what he's put in me. I got to minister last night and talked about having an encounter with the word. And the Lord, as I was ministering, had me speak to a couple different things. And one of them was eyes. The Lord's healing eyes right now. The Lord's healing digestions right now. I'm saying that for right now. The eyes was last night. Right now, the Lord's healing digestions. If you have a problem in your digestion, just lift your hand right now. I speak life to your digestion. I speak life in Jesus' name. I curse celiac disease. I curse gluten intolerance. I curse dairy intolerance. In the name of Jesus, that foul, that foul food allergy, I curse your power. You come out in the name of Jesus. That's it right now. Lord, I thank you for removing that gluten, that gluten allergy, that gluten intolerance, that food allergy, that inability to eat peanuts or dairy. Lord, removing that completely. People's digestion, people who had trouble digesting food, people who have been on liquids. I break the power of that. I break it now in Jesus' name. If that was you, I'd like to hear from you. But anyway, this person messaged in and uh, messaged one of the other pastors from Kenya. So they said, Pastor Derek. Now, Pastor Derek forwarded this to me. Pastor Derek. I'm in awe of what the Lord did for me. He healed my eyes. 
the stand night 248 when Pastor Ryan said, eyes are being healed. My eyes got revived. All I know is my eyesight was deteriorating, and now I can clearly see the things that were blurry. And also, after my eye surgery six years ago, my eyes have been in excruciating pain every time I touch my eyelids. Now I've rubbed and rubbed so hard and no more pain. I'm dancing and leaping and rejoice and praising at God at 3 a.m. in Kenya. Rejoice with me and share my testimony, please. <laughs> That's so awesome, man. What a privilege. Hey, the power of the word of God. One of the keys for our future ministers out there, when you humble yourself, it's not about you. You do your job. You're faithful to the Lord. It's not your, it's not your ministry. The Bible says that the Lord give us the ministry by mercy. It's not your anointing. It's the Holy Ghost's anointing. You know, if you backslide and you leave the Lord, he takes the anointing away. That's how you know it's not yours. He can take it. And it's, your, and it's the word of God. We're just the vessel. What a privilege. Hey, hallelujah. Well, I want to tell you this is going to be a great week. It's going to be a great month. We're here for you if you need us, my wife and I. We love you. We're praying for you. It's going to be a great year. Link your faith with ours. Move ahead by your tongue. Speak the word of God. I'm going to ask you, if you haven't listened to Pastor Rodney's message, it was night, day 247, the main event, this past Sunday, February 12th, excuse me, February 14th, 2021, in the morning and in the night. If you haven't listened to them and you have some free time, I'm going to ask you and encourage you to listen to that. The morning was awesome about the tongue and the night was awesome about what you think about. It'll be a great help to you. I love you. God bless you. Take some time and evaluate. If your heart doesn't condemn you, you can have even more confidence towards God. But let's make the changes we need to make. Amen. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you on the next podcast.